Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to my podcast. Before we start, I just wanted to mention that my self-love workshop is back on April the 10th at 10 a.m. on Zoom. You can find the details on my website, www.roxynafusi.com. I am so looking forward to this. Who doesn't need more self-love in their lives, honestly? Um, we're going to cover uh, limiting beliefs, forgiveness, negative self-talk, authenticity, self-sabotage. It's going to be filled of so much useful, inspiring, and motivating content. And I can't wait to see you guys there. I am so, so, so excited to speak to this week's guest, um, the very lovely Sasha Pilari. Sasha is a makeup artist, model, and creator of Hashtag Filter Drop, the global campaign challenging the over-excessive use of filters on social media. I have just started following her and I am a addicted to watching her stories. She has such an incredible way of communicating and is definitely helping me challenge my own use of filters. So I'm so excited. Sasha, so lovely to have you. What a lovely intro. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. What a year you've had. I know. It's been crazy. It's been very, very crazy. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm all right that, you know, the, the last few weeks I've really kind of like everything seems to have calmed down. And it, I just got bored of telling people that I was overwhelmed, but there was just no other descriptive word that I possibly could have used to explain how I felt. Um, but yeah, I feel loads better now. <laughs> I suppose we'll talk more about it all further in the show. But usually... We just kick straight off into the first defining moment. So my first defining moment was probably when I decided to leave drama school at the age of 19. And I trained to be in musical theatre and for musical theatre to be my career from the age of three right up until... 19 when I left oh my goodness from three yeah so it really was um a complete life-changing moment for me because it was all I'd ever known and it was all I ever thought I wanted to do and all that happened was I entered my first year of professional training which was like dipping your toenail into the pond not even your full toe and um I just realized that it was wasn't for me and there was no way I was going to thrive let alone survive in this industry so that was definitely my first defining moment that I can kind of vividly remember thinking oh my god wow like what am I doing how did you feel making that decision and after you had made it well it was a really difficult situation because it wasn't actually a uh, confirmed decision at the time it, it kind of there was a few events that happened but just it, it kept kind of not working and I was like decided to leave and at the time I think I blamed other things for the reason why I wanted to leave but it was only sort of two and a half years down the line and again I remember vividly looking back and thinking 
that was meant to happen. That was absolutely the right decision. But at that time, when I was 19, having trained all of those years for this to be my life, walking away from something like that for whatever reasons just didn't feel comfortable at all. And that's definitely something I've learned as I've gotten older, like uncomfortable is good. <laughs> Whereas back then when you're 19 and your life feels like it's just been chucked upside down, I all I could focus on for a good few years afterwards was like, what have I done? I'll have to re-audition. Maybe I need to go to a different school. Maybe I need to train and get better. Maybe I need to do this. All of these things kind of kept circling my head. Um, and it wasn't until sort of two and a half years later that I finally accepted, no, that was absolutely the right decision and it was meant to happen. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love because I think so often we do we think that we want things and we yearn for them. And then it's such a liberating moment when you can surrender to what's happened and what wasn't meant for you. And you're like, actually, this is the right path. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a really, like I always think about, um, because I do really want children one day, and I always think about how incredible being in that industry and growing up in that industry really has supported everything in my life and honestly every part of my training has set me up for life but also I wonder if there is maybe something not so great about just having this tunnel vision of knowing what you want to do because when that is taken away from you or when the paths change direction you are literally felt you're left feeling like something's just been ripped out of your soul so it was a really dramatic and intense thing at the time mm. but actually you know I do now fully believe that everything does happen for a reason and you know it taught me it taught me everything that I know today and it has made me who I am today so beautiful I love that um so what was your second defining moment second defining moment was November 2017 four years ago yes yeah, so I'm 29 now and I remember I'd been on a Hindu that summer and the Hindu was in Dubai. It was very like extravagant and, you know, grand. Not my Hindu, it was the friend at the time's Hindu. And we, before this Hindu, I cut out carbs for three weeks. And I cut out carbs for three weeks because I was like, I knew I was the biggest girl going. I knew that we were gonna to have to be in the bikini, like obviously, you know how hot Dubai is, there's, there's no getting around that. My entire summer and the lead up towards that Hindu was consumed by the fact that I was going to be the biggest girl and look hideous in a bikini and I needed to do everything I could to make sure that I didn't look that way in a bikini. Went on this Hindu and I had, I had the best time, the girls were lush, like it was absolutely fantastic. But every single photo I posted online, I face tuned and edited before I posted it. So. When I came back from that Hindu, I feel like something gradually started to kind of shift in my mind. And I was so exhausted from what I put myself through in terms of finding outfits, planning outfits, making sure that I was going to feel comfortable, making sure I wasn't going to get too hot. Because sometimes when I get too hot, I get really sweaty and I get nervous. And all of these things were just consuming my every single thought. And I think what happened when I came back was that I realised so much of my purpose was existing to care about how I looked. And I just had enough of it. I was just so done. And I never ever wanted to go through that again. Ne like, why did I put myself through that? That ha I had so much, like had such little respect for myself to put myself through it. So when I came back, you know, all of these things started to gradually shift. And it was November 17th, 2017, where I was like, right, I'm currently in an industry because I'm 
I was a makeup artist at the time, uh, freelance, so I was doing clients in the area. I was in this industry that I didn't feel like I fit into because I was not into doing extreme comparison celebrity makeovers. I didn't have many clients because that's what people wanted and I kind of refused to do that. My whole ethos around beauty and the way image is seen has always been that since I started in the beauty industry. So I never really felt like I fit in. And I was like, right, I am going to just succumb and explain how I feel. And I think I put a post up on my makeup page at the time and it was like a quad photo uh, of four images and I had no makeup on. And I basically wrote this, I should have, I don't know why I don't do this. I should have saved it so that I can read it off by heart because I wouldn't be able to know the caption. But it was a, essentially a caption that said, I want to change the way the industry, the beauty industry is seen. I am kind of so sick and tired of being shown a celebrity and you telling me that you want to look like them because you don't feel good enough the way that you look like. And I'm never going on a diet again and I am done. Like I'm done with it. And I don't know why it was November 2017, but that's when it was. And I vividly remember just having this shift and I've never stood on the scale since. Um, and I've never been on a diet since. And I have just continuously become happier and happier and happier. And um, I don't think you can put that down to coincidence. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, yes, this is incredible. Oh, thank you. I think, do you know what? Everybody can relate to you going to Dubai, that kind of self-torture that you put yourself through before. In terms, even though it doesn't feel torturous, it's mental torture. It's just, yeah. the, it's the constant thought energy and mental energy that you put into something yeah. based around how we're going to look. I think what always strikes me is it's just, firstly, is that nobody else really cares. Like nobody really cares how you look. We only assume that people care, but they actually don't. Yeah, nobody cares. Like absolutely nobody cares. Like, nobody. It seems, it is this thing, isn't it? And, and I come across it a lot and I've definitely done it. I did it for years and years, which is I'll be, I'll be able to enjoy myself when I look a certain way. Yeah. And it is absolutely nuts. And I can feel your... I, as you describe the story, I can really feel your exhaustion, your point of just going, oh my God, I'm so fucking bored of this. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, and that's exactly how I felt. And that's why I would think I was so gutted because, you know not one of those girls made me feel a different way for being a different size. Like we all had so many better things to talk about. We were having fun. We had a great time. Like, I just don't know why I put myself through that. And for the lead up to it, I was miserable and I wasn't miserable on the Hindu because I really just kind of allowed myself to, in to enjoy it. But I definitely wish I could go back and not have felt like that because it was exhausting and nobody cared and I didn't have any you know did I have a worse time because I was bigger because I looked different to them in a bikini absolutely not it's like makes me emotional to think yeah. of like that image of you younger you going on this holiday but feeling so nervous and so consumed and worried about what sh was just going to be a really nice time with your friends and and I feel sad because I know that so many people suffer in and, and suffer in that way with of because of you know this desperate desire to be a certain size and look a certain way yeah yeah it makes me emotional actually <laughs> 
So what happened when you posted this picture? What platform was it on? Instagram? I think, no, at the time it was Facebook pages. It was like on my work page. And I don't think I, I, I can't remember, I don't think I posted about the diet thing. I think that that was obviously something private for me, mm. but it was very much like an announcement. You know, this is the type of beauty I'm here to do. If you want to book me, let me know. And if you don't, then that's fine type thing. Right. And I then did from then on start attracting a certain type of client where they just wanted to, you know, naturally enhance how they looked. Mm. And then I started, I think, I actually think the first event was December 2017, but I started these events and at the time I called them Best You Events and it was all about becoming the best version of yourself and it was a really it was like a really intimate small event that was 20 people 20 tickets and it was an event all about so I did a makeup tutorial but I spoke about confidence and self-love and I cannot tell you how nervous I was speaking in front of people for the first time and you know talking about this confidence and self-acceptance and self-love journey out loud for the first time I so vividly remember absolutely shitting myself from start to finish Mm. and I look back then and you know what was that four years ago you put me in a room of 200 people now and I would happily openly talk about that with so much passion and conviction because of the journey that I've been on myself so yeah it was it and that was kind of the start and then from there on then my my name was attached to this kind of messaging and it's just grown and grown and grown so yeah it's, it's been a it's been amazing it's been a real it's been a real personal journey for me at the same time, which I think is what makes, you know, I get a lot of comments like, you know, I, I love how relatable you are. And I don't think it's that I'm more relatable than the next person. I think it's just that it's a very raw thing to watch a woman go through that. And I've managed to document that online. Definitely. You know? And and to be able to help others in any capacity, we have to be able to have, to relate to their experience. So you've been through it, you've seen both sides and that is inspirational and it allows people a chance to think, okay, well, if she can do it, I can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that I, I don't think I'm done. I'm not, I'm not finished. There's no end goal. Like I'm still oh, continuously yeah. working at, you know, I put some some questions on my Instagram story last night about asking people, how does it make them feel when they see another confident woman? And some people felt annoyed and I had to put another question box up and I was just like, you know, why do you feel annoyed? And every single one of them is because they're envious and because they're jealous and because they want to feel like that. And I hold myself back still in terms of confidence. I still think, oh, I can't post that because that looks like this. Or no, I can't wear that because that's insinuating mm. that. And, you know, they're, they're my next things for me to work through. I want to get to a stage where I don't, th where I think, oh my God, you look incredible. Posting it, have a look, enjoy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to get to that stage. And it's not just about posting on social media. It's about every single form of that in, you know, instilling those kind of lessons and and practices in your everyday life totally oh my god actually so I'm, I'm going to come back to that point because I think there's two really important things here it's both feeling confident to be yourself online but then there's feeling confident to be confident online because yeah. that in itself I know for sure I don't post certain things well I mean I struggle with all of the above but <laughs> there's definitely as well as not posting because I'm insecure about the way I look but then there's also not posting things if I f feel like it makes me look like I'm too confident because I don't want to make anyone else feel bad yeah so exactly. there's definitely both things actually and and yeah anyway we'll, we'll go to that because I'm just like ah 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay. And I'm Holly Mackay. And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting Past the Pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. So tell us your third defining moment. My third defining moment is definitely uh, February just gone when the ASA sent me an email. It was a Friday afternoon and the investigation had been going on for six months. So just I'll really just quickly explain. But yes, the campaign was I put in an investigation with the ASA, which is the Advertising Standards Authority for advertising online and my investigation was put in in August and I basically requested that if people online are going to advertise cosmetics and products that they should have to stay if a filter has been used so the investigations went back and forth for six months and it was on the 22nd of February I received an email and it basically said the final board meeting has happened and they have agreed that the everything you've put forward is valid and that actually you should not use filters at all when promoting cosmetics and skincare. Um, I have to just explain that in my language because the language that the very <laughs> corporate lady sent me, mm. I had to screenshot it to my best friend. And I was like, what does this mean? Break it down <laughs> for me. And that's what the whole six months were like. Like they're really official people that I'm dealing with. Right. And I'm just like having to de- you like read these emails and try and make it into a language that I understood and I just burst into tears I read the email and burst into tears because I just could not believe that like I'd done it that it was that that was that this is nuts like I actually have goosebumps that you (laughs) single-handedly like made a campaign to change the industry forever I know it's crazy like the magnitude of that is just phenomenal I know it's just it's just nuts and like But you know what, this is the one thing, and I said this on another podcast as well, I think when I take myself away from it, it's not nuts, and it's so needed, and it deserved everything Mm. it got, like it went viral twice, and it's been covered by literally every country in the world, and 
the coverage has just been phenomenal and it like it's been unreal the response has been unreal and even now every single time something happens in the news to do with filters or to do with real skin or to do with advertising filter drop is always looped back in and my name is always pulled back in and all of that is so worthy and it's so deserving of it but I still think I struggle a little bit with the fact that I that I did that that like Sasha did that do you know what I mean yeah and that's you know that's going to take a while for me to get my head around but at the same time I truly believe the reason why it happened was because that is a genuine fireball in the pit of my stomach filled with passion and that is why I didn't stop and that's why I even spoke about filters online in the first place because it's something I so genuinely deeply care about changing that I just kept going you know I don't think you can there's so many trends online there's so many things that kind of people jump on the hype of when it comes to social media and they just fall flat you know yes your reach might be 2.5 million whatever but it will fall flat afterwards because the passion is what fuels it to keep going Mm, absolutely so let's talk about filters. <laughs> yes. Because firstly, I mean, thank you for sharing those moments. And it's been, I, I loved seeing your, how you got to this point. I, it's just such, it's just, I just love that it. It's just kind of, and I mean, it's in like a nice way. It's just like a story that everybody can relate to. And yeah. yet you made this humongous change in the world. And I love that. I think it's so special. And you know what it is? It's just because you just did it. You took action. You didn't just accept, okay, I'm going to personally stop dieting and do this you were like I'm going to stop dieting and do this and I'm also going to try and do something about this and I'm really all about that idea of when you have a vision when you have something that gives you that burning fire that you describe take action do something about it so I really love that now I do want to talk I've been literally because I've wanted to talk about filters for ages and who better to talk to about it? <laughs> filter because, girl. <laughs> while you are someone that uses no filters, that confidence to me is so inspiring. Like, really, thank you. Because every time I see you doing it, I'm like, oh, my God, I need this confidence. <laughs> and I am someone on the other end of the spectrum who has not, apart from like family selfies, I probably have not taken a photo of, actually I took one of half of my face the other day that I posted without a filter or any editing the other day. But I, like, let's say stories, chat to camera, anything like that, IG lives, I only use filters. No way. Like I have over lockdown, I used to have lots of body image issues. I've spoken about in the past, genuinely over that, like love my body, proud of it, never diet, intuitive eating, like great. Then it moved to my face. And this is the thing that I that I talk about a lot. The face is ignored within this movement. Everyone's talking about body confidence. Everyone's talking about loving your body and body neutrality. But then they put a filter on their face and it's like neck up, it doesn't exist. But yeah. And, and it's and it's crazy to me because I really feel like at one point I was the only person screaming about this and how important it is for us to do exactly the same, but with our skin and with our faces. Yeah, because we do. It's, I think, and I don't know if you agree, but lockdown has made it so much worse because we're not actually, we're not seeing real life people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so because we're seeing everybody online, Boy, I genuinely believe that everybody looks perfect. 
<laughs> yeah. And I think the thing is as well, it has obviously been heightened. I mean, even me, I've never, I didn't ever imagine that my life would transfer online the way that it has this quickly. And especially during this last year, like it's been so unbearably difficult for so many people. But for me, it's been the best year of my career in my life. And that's in its whole in itself like something mad for me to get my head around but I have definitely noticed from being online more or you editing YouTube videos and whatnot I'm, I am seeing things on my skin and my face that I perhaps didn't notice before and also naturally I've put on weight because who hasn't throughout this last year so there are definitely things that have been affected because we are looking in the mirror a lot more and I really hope that that kind of we get a bit bored of it when life goes back to normal and we just, it just naturally falls back into a kind of plateau situation. But yeah, do you use any filters like, or do you use like the face morphing ones or just like a Paris or like a tan one? No, like a, like I try to go for the, what I call subtle face morphing ones. <laughs> They're even but, worse, but okay. But I mean, <laughs> I don't even fucking know what that means. Essentially <laughs> it changes my face. Like that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the end of it. I, I, the one thing I don't, I like, it's funny because I'll go, well, I don't really edit my pictures. Like I don't edit my body and stuff like that. And I don't edit you know, certain things. So I kind of think I'm fine, but then I'll get on an Instagram story and chat as someone like looking different to how I look. And I genuinely will feel more confident when I see myself in a filter. That oh, yeah. is nuts. <laughs> it's not um, and Don't get me wrong. I look incredible with a filter on. Like we all do. That's why they're designed. And that's, that's why I've got to the stage where I just can't use any of them. Because even those ones that say uh, just let's say for instance a filter just adds a tan adds a dust and brightens and smooths your skin okay those like a, they're like they're like the four main little changes of a natural filter right yeah even just seeing myself with that on it damages my mental health because when I take it off I think well you look pale and you've got texture and it's not cute like there's nothing cute aesthetically to look at yeah. so and I think that's why it is a gradual thing. So this time last year, I was still using um, a couple of the like sparkly ones, you know, when they yeah. like, make things sparkle and I'd use them on like me and the dog or whatever. And it, they did smooth my skin out slightly. And even then I was addicted to the fact that my skin looked smoother. So now I just cannot use them because I can't do that to myself. I, I cannot let myself care so much about how I look when A, beauty is subjective, B, I'm not going to look like this forever. And C, there are so many more in th more things in this world and in our lifetime to care about than how we look constantly. Yeah. And like, and I think when you when you think about it, it's, it sounds really patronising, but when you think about it in such a simple way, it really is that simple. Do you know what I mean? Like, we have such a short amount of time on this earth. Even if we live to 100, we have such a short amount of time. And like, why waste it on things like that? Oh my God, I hear you. <laughs> it's like, I really do want to spread that message to everyone. But I know that I'm so glad I've got you here to do it because I can't yet because I'm still in this. Yeah. Well, and I think that I've done, you know, and, and I'm a self-development coach. So yes, I help people on loads of things and I've done lots of inner work myself, but the face and the filters is 
not something that I feel like I can advise people on because I'm in it. So what is your advice to people around even recognizing the impact of filters on starting to use them less? Yeah, what are your top tips? So I think the first thing, obviously don't beat yourself up. Like the re- there's nothing wrong with you for wanting to use these filters and being addicted to them. That is the entire problem that I'm trying to fight. That is why this is such a dangerous issue because there are so many people who quite literally do not feel like they can show up in this world without a filter. So my advice would be, it is a gradual thing and I I understand that you can't just turn them off overnight, I do get that. But what I would perhaps suggest is to go through your filters that you use constantly, the ones that you go to, and just try and reduce them to the amount that you have on there. And then when it comes to posting, you're gonna be having like a more restrictive selection of what to go for and just really every single time you think about it just think about why like why are you using that for what reason and I think one of the things I always talk about is we're always so quick to apologize for the way we look like oh gosh so sorry I look disgusting oh my god sorry I've just woken up (laughs) so I look tired well yeah guess what like we get tired like that's such a normal thing and the all of these like really normal things have just been taken away from us and they're not normal anymore and I find that so bizarre and that is one of the reasons why I do not address I do never I never ever address how I look online unless I look incredible and that's uh, that's something I've had to really train myself to do because I'm not going to go on my on my social media and apologize for not brushing my hair or apologizing for looking like shit I'm not doing that because I don't have anything to apologize for that's just the way I look in that moment and it doesn't change anything inside it doesn't change my soul it doesn't change who I am as a person so that's one thing that I would advise and the other thing is honestly look at who you're following if you are following people who only ever show you incredibly aesthetic beautiful stunning things it's a lie there is not one single person on this planet who does not look like shit when they wake up in the morning not one like not one even Beyonce probably maybe not Beyonce (laughs) then do you know what I mean there's just no one so really try and fill your social media feed with people who do those things and address those little things within their life because that it would just naturally rub off on you the way that it would if you were to surround yourself with great people in your circle of friends so they're like my biggest tips that I could that I can give really oh I think they're so brilliant they really actually the first one I did two nights ago which was cut down I deleted all like the filters and left like three what I call natural ones yeah (laughs) um but I love and I think especially curating social media feeds and who you follow is so important I love that that's you know that's exactly why following people like you is so it's crazy that like you're such a unique account in a way oh thank you that's such a lovely compliment yeah it's like a breath of fresh air you're like oh real life (laughs) thank you I do I do find that a lot I I really struggle to find just the accounts that you know that's what we want to see right that's why we watch shit tv because we just we're obsessed with other people's lives we're obsessed with being nosy and we're obsessed with we're obsessed with finding something that makes us feel normal and that's why I think social media has got so out of hand because we're able to curate a lie and create a facade of what our actual life is like and that's why I have this thing where I like to constantly show up 
on the times when I'm not okay and on the times when I've been knocked back or on the times when I've had a no email or something like that Mm. just to remind people because you know this last year for me has been so incredible and people have said you're smashing it more times than they've said anything else but at the same time you know normal still things still happen in my life like do you know what I mean I'm still a normal person and I think it's really important to follow accounts that just help you realize that on the regular definitely and I think people are craving this so much more than ever now and I I think there is going to be a movement back to the other way I hope so I think people are so there has to be the pendulum always swings the other way and I think there will be a movement for actually real skin will be the cool thing to post yeah I mean we're already getting there and it's it is a real mix between people jumping on a trend and it actually then following through with with results but do you know what? I'm not going to sit here and talk about a trend or not. Whatever happens, if it means we're going to see real, more real skin, then keep it going and um, let's let's get to that stage for sure. Exactly. Oh, Sasha, thank you so much. <laughs> thank thank you. you. So interesting and so inspiring. And congratulations for all that you've done. And really, that's, I think, who fucking would have thought, honestly, five years ago that we'd be living in a life where every single, well, 99% of us were morphing our faces online. I know. I mean, it's actually wild, but I think it's really important to have people like you help us take stock of what's actually happening and maybe have a little rethink. And yeah, just keep doing you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.